Blog Talk Radio. Most amazing, and 
what I'm going to do is play a song that goes back to, like, I want to say the 90s. The 90s. It's called The One You Run To. together a group called the bone shakers they were big back in the early 90s with 
Sweet Pea Atkinson at vocals and uh, Randy Jacobs at guitar. You're listening to The Choir Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, here at G Radio, New York City, where you can find your classic soul in R&B music, the music for your soul. So tonight's guest, I just had to throw that in there, is the original runway diva, Sharon Quinn. And I, you know what? Everybody who personally knows me, I cannot say enough about this woman. She's amazing. She's an amazing person. I'm going to say this again because you know what? You go through life and you meet certain people. People come in and out of your life for certain reasons. And some seasons, some long. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Wow. Some forever. But Sharon Quinn, <laughs> I'm going to say this. I normally am the older person, but Sharon Quinn, <laughs> I have to say, is my big sister, my big sister. And I want to do this. You know what? I got it. I don't. I don't give shout outs anymore. But I'm gonna give a shout out to my brethren, my brethren, Arun Abraham. Arun, I gotta tell you, is a is a really good friend of mine, and he listens to my show. Um, I can't even say enough about Arun. You know, he had me out at eight o'clock in the morning watching the cricket finals. But Arun, I love you, man. Sorry, I haven't gotten back to you. Well, we're waiting while we wait for the infamous, and she is a diva, man. The Sharon Quinn. Q, come on, man. I know you're you're a rock star. Guys, you know I always call myself a rock star. But the diva, she really is a rock star. And I know that she's a rock star because I've traveled with her on her engagements. And you know what? You know what? I'm high. You know what? I'm high maintenance. Q, it's really not high maintenance. She goes in, she does her thing, and she makes everybody feel warm and fuzzy because you know what? That's who she is. And I and I love that. Well, you know what? And I've had so many friends say, you know, Greg, you always talk about Sharon Quinn. Because Sharon Quinn, I mean, Sharon Quinn makes me laugh. Every time I talk to her, she makes me laugh so hard. You know, Sharon, Sharon, you know, she got her, you know, her little, as we call it, what do we call it? Sharon has all, wait, wait, I think she's on the line. Hold on. Yeah. Welcome to G Radio. Is this the cue? <laughs> yes, this is the original Runway Diva. Hey, Q, what's up? How you doing, baby? I'm good. Are we? We're not on yet, are we? No. Yes, we're live and in living color. Cause you're actually you're. Because you all I what? hear is you're you talking, talking and I don't hear me. I'm listening. Because you know what? We're live. You're on the air. Trust me. Because you know what? Oh, you got to your computer. There's a delay. Oh, you know what? Q, this is radio, girl. Come on. You've been on radio. You, you know what, guys? Oh, you're trying to treat me like Wait. I'm slow. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. Listen, Sharon is so used to being on the on the on TV that she really does she really does radio. So everything you see on TV is live. So, Q, you know what you've been hearing. So, okay, Q, just tell us, give us background of Sharon Quinn. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Focus, girl. I thought you were going to do this for me. Uh, let's see. I started modeling in the '80s when it was, you know, it was a rarity for plus sizes to even be in the business. Uh, got in for a minute, didn't like it. Uh, left, started working the underground with my girl Gwen DeVoe. Um, and and Gwen DeVoe today is still your friend, right? Oh, that's my that's my BFF forever. That's my my homie. Um, right. And I really, you know, I. I really hone my skills working with her, doing local shows and clubs and traveling up and down the East Coast. And um, I went back, I think in 95, I entered a contest um, to win a, a trip to Europe to go with, traveling with some friends. I won. I put together a press kit. I went to uh, Wilhelmina, and they signed me, and I, my career just took off after that. So let me ask you this, Q. Um, now, before we, we move forward, plus size models back in the day were not recognized, right? Um, when you say back in the day, what do you? Okay, when I say back in the day, plus uh, you know, as, as I you know, correct me if I if I'm wrong, but back in the you day goes back into like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> back in the day goes back 
in my opinion, in the 90s, early 90s, because plus size models, as I can recall, came a big thing with, what, what's her name, Emma, Emmy, Emmy, Emmy. I see, but that's where you'd be wrong. Um, okay, good. Emmy, Correct. Tell, tell my listeners. Emmy put it in, when she got that, that people's most beautiful woman or one of people's most uh, beautiful people, that sort of right. put plus size man, modeling on the map across the board. But they were doing it long before then. Like I, start, I said, I started in the 80s. Um, if you want mm-hmm. to get technical, Lane Bryant, they 18. Right. I mean, if you want to get technical, that's really when it first started. And she was using maternity models. She was she was she actually started out designing maternity designs and um, noticed that there was a a, a need for a clothing for stout women, if you will. Yeah, they were right. stout. Right. Women. So now, um, cute. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. And and it just it it took off from there. But there, in the '80s, there was some mainstream beautiful women that you don't hear about anymore. There's Susie McDonald, Jerusha. I mean, there were a lot. There's a sister that's going to be in the production that I'm working on now called Full Figure Fashion Week. Her name is Lisa Scott. When I first saw her, she was 17 years old, and she was doing her very first show. She was modeling Belle, and she's still on her grind now. I mean. The girl is amazing. So they, they, they've so, always been there, but uh-huh. they weren't as they weren't as mainstream as as we are now. No, so now, Q, now you've been you know since I've known you, you've been in the forefront of plus size models. So as America changes in what they consider plus size model, you know what? I look to you as really as the like you're the in the frontier of making, you know, telling people about plus size model. Q, you've you've given seminars, you've given schools, you've given lectures. I've seen you do it. Now, what is considered a plus size model today? Okay, your listeners are going to holler. <laughs> On 7th Avenue, a plus size model starts at a size 8. Get out of here. An 8. An oh, 8. Yeah, a size 8. Now, When's the last time you saw a size eight and said, "Oh, that's a nice plus size chick. That's a big girl." No one says that, okay? No, no right? But, but and, let me ask and, you this. Let me tell you this: a plus size model is where you know I'm. I got a little bit of background in fashion. I always considered a plus size model fourteen and up. That's what most people. Considered to be plus size, and I've got to tell you, the, four, the size fourteen catch a lot of flack too. See, my thinking is, also. if you don't, if you don't have to shop in an Ashley Stewart or a Lane Bryant or a store that specifically sells plus only plus size clothing, if you can shop anywhere else, in my mind, you're not plus. Really? I mean, that's that's just common sense to me. But the you know, in fashion, it's on Seventh Avenue. It's about selling a fantasy. And in their mind, no one's fantasizing about being a, a 22, 24. So they, but, you know, you know they, what? They, they'll, did... they'll take an eight and tag her up to make her look bigger rather than to hire a bigger woman. That's ridiculous to me. And that has been going but you on know what? But you know what, Q? Even, you know, they've made some um, transitions, I guess, like even in, as we say, the mainstream modeling world, that they don't like – the design, designers don't like twos and fours and well zero twos and fours anymore. So if they you know they don't like zeros twos, zeros twos and fours, and eight is a plus size. So you have to be what a perfect six. Uh, apparently, you have to be a man since that's what they're putting on the runways <laughs> in Europe now. What do you mean by that? I, I mean they're putting. It's the whole thing is so ridiculous to me. They're putting men because they like that slim, streamlined body type with no breasts. Women don't look like that. Very few of us. Look no, like they that. don't. But, but this is the ideal on the runways of Europe and, and Seventh Avenue. And they just recently, I, and I don't remember, I, I can't remember who did it, but they just sent a, a male model on. The, they put him on the runway in a dress. That is ridiculous. No. No. What, okay. Wait, Q. Hold on. Wait. Hold on a second. Put him on the runway in a dress as what? A man in a dress. What else is he going to be? No, but what is, no, well, Q, okay, there's Q, 
No, but wait. They're okay. Wait, hold on a second. They're kilts, which we consider dresses, and then there's I man's long. A dress. A dress. A dress that was designed for a woman, they put it on a man. Why? Because they like that. That they're, you know, they're trying to sell that ideal. You got these kids now, you know, throwing up and starving themselves to get to an ideal that may not be, that may not be their, their body type. And it's, it's ridiculous but, what they're doing now. They would like to, actually, there's a movement now to eliminate the term plus for modeling, period. We should all just be models. You get in a perfect world. That would be nice. We should all be people, but we're we're not. Right. That's not how it goes. So I don't. I think that if you eliminate the plus, that's just one step closer to them just eliminating the division. Period. That's how I see. You it. know. Now, again, let me ask you this, though. Um, since I've known you, you turned me on to the full figure. That's what you said. What did you say? I you corrected me the other day. The full figure fashion week. Yes. Did I say that correctly? Yes. And that, now, for, <laughs> full vision, full figure fashion week. Does that happen when there is the fashion week in New York, like everybody else's? Oh no, 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 no. We, we're trying to do something different here. My, you know, I love this idea because in my mind, I'm getting tired of you know. I've been to many shows under the tent. And they're beautiful. They're wonderful. But I get tired of going to see shows, looking at beautiful clothing that I'm never going to, you know, be able to wear. Now, when the majority of the world, the population looks like me and is a size 14 and larger, what sense does it make to keep dressing the minority and, you know, not the rest of the people? So right, we're, not you're trying, not... We're, we're not trying to get an invitation to that party anymore. You can go head on and celebrate on 7th Avenue in February and September. The big girls know June is the month to be in New York City. You, you know what, Q, you know what, you, I got to say, my listeners, you know, Sharon Quinn, I had no clue about that image, that full-figure fashion week or anything like that until Sharon came into my life, like, a few hundred years ago. And I won't tell you how I met it, Sharon, but it was all good. <laughs> But Sharon um, schooled me on about full figure week, full figure fashion week, and full figure models. Your full figure fashion week. Now, listeners, let me tell you, that's a whole nother subculture by itself, would you not say? Full figure fashion week? Just full figure models by itself is a whole nother subculture. Uh, I guess you could. I guess you could say that. And you know what? I I, I gotta say this. Do you, in, in my opinion, this is my opinion. But in your opinion, do you consider yourself a pioneer of that? Well, to keep it going anyway. Um. Do I consider myself a pioneer? I have a lot of trouble with titles and things like that. You know that. Um, I do, but Q. But you know what? Give you know what. My, my but I, own, I, 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 I will acknowledge you. that I, I put in some groundwork and paving that road. Oh, absolutely. When I signed, with, when I signed with, with Wilhelmina in 1995, I was a size 18. That was unheard of then. Right. They weren't, you right. know, folks were not taking you know, size 18. And she, my, my uh, agent at the time, Susan Georget, gave me really great advice, which I followed. She told me that um, if I really wanted to make money, I had to lose weight. And I, you know, at that point, weight I was to be so a plus closer, size model. I had to come down to a smaller size, and I would work more. That's just the nature of the business. Okay, but wait, Q, hold on a second. Hold on a second. To become a plus size model, you had to lose weight. I was already modeling when I went to Wilhelmina, but to to get signed right. and to get into those doors that I couldn't get into on my own, yeah, I had right. to lose weight. Not only did I have to lose weight, I had to close the gap in my front teeth. I had to change wow. my hairstyle to a less ethnic hairstyle because I had a lovely asymmetrical bob that I was killing back in 19. Right, I remember that. I see it. Yes, and, yes, um, I remember that. You know, and I took away, you know, this is my dream. I never in a million years, if you ever saw my high school pictures, a model. I did, thank you. One of the <laughs> largest did. agencies in the world, me, right. I would have never thought that. 
So, yes, when she told me what I needed to do, and she said the magic words, if you want to make money, oh, yeah, I did everything she asked me to do and more. But more importantly, you had to do it at your own expense. You had to do it at your own expense, right? Honey, you know, I I try to tell these girls coming in the game all day long. It's a lot of overhead. It's a large overhead to get started. You can go ahead and keep getting $50 photo shoots if you want. Get, get what you pay for. You're going to get $50 worth of pictures. Right. People try to cut so, corners. My suggestion is that you, you stop, you know, stockpile, save save a, a nice little mo- amount of money. You're going to need a couple thousand dollars to really seriously get started. And I suggest you try to save that first before you really jump in the business. Try to get as much free now, stuff as you can until you get to until you get that little money saved up. But, you know, do it the right way so you don't have to do it over again. Well, you're like, don't cut corners, right? Yeah. No. You're in the business you know, of you. You're selling you. Why would you cut corners with you? You're because you know what? Okay. But hold on a second. Let me let me do this. Let me do a, a real break real quick. You're listening to The Quiet Storm, and I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, here at G Radio, New York City. And tonight I have a really great special guest, Sharon Quinn, the original runaway diva. And Sharon's in the studio. So, Q, let me ask you. Let's fast forward. <laughs> let's you Q, my, you know. For the quiet storm, what? my little bag. You know what? I got to do, gotta do what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> Q, if anyone knows me in this world personally, that, seriously, Sharon Quinn knows where the bodies are buried. <laughs> and we're not going to talk about that, okay? So, we're talking about you tonight. So, Sharon, let me ask you, let's fast forward. Let's fast forward. Q, you have a modeling career. Guys, not only does Miss Quinn have a modeling career, and she's doing all she can do, but this woman, believe it or not, can sing. Tell us about your singing career, Q. Wow. Singing has always been my first love. I've been singing since I could talk, actually. Um, and uh, yeah, I had to, I almost don't want to talk about it because I had to stop singing uh, a while back. You know, to say, the modeling took off and I was focused on that and life came in and I just hadn't been able to sing. Um, and I'm getting back into it now. I'm really toying with putting the band back together and taking my act back on the road because I really miss um, the music. I sung for years at B.B. King's. I'm doing the Motown brunches and the tribute shows. Um, I sang in Vegas. I opened up a BB Kings out there. I mean, opened up the Darius Rucker of Hootie and the Blowfish for his uh, right. RBC debut uh, at BB Kings. So you know, it's been a fun, fun ride. I've done a lot of, a lot of things and, and worked with a lot of people that I never thought I would, you know, be able to work with musically. And I'm looking forward to really going into the next segment of that part of my career. And now, let me just say this, uh, listeners, <laughs> believe it or not, Quinn, Miss Quinn let me manage her a little bit. <laughs> so and I must say, <laughs> no, I'm not going <laughs> to I want to say this. Sharon Quinn, seriously, Sharon Quinn has sat next to me. And you know what, listeners, you know, I think I can sing a little bit, not a little bit. A little bit. So, oh, you stop, Q. No, stop. <laughs> Q <laughs> sit next to me. Q sit next to me. You know me. I'm singing. I'm doing my. I'm doing my thing. And and she looked at me. She gave me the blank stare. Like, please don't. Please don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then, Sharon came to my house. I would say, Sharon, Sharon. You know, <laughs> Sharon. She came to my house one night. <laughs> I had a listening party, and I'm, I got. I have to play this. Wait, I'm gonna give. Wait, wait. I'm gonna show you how the Quinn can sing her ass off. But I want Q. Q. Okay, you know what? Let me ask the question, <laughs> and you answer them. I don't want you to go off into a tantrum because okay. there's some things that I don't. All right, you know what I'm saying? I want to play one of my favorite, favorite songs by Sharon Quinn called, called I Gotta Go. But when we come back, Q, I want you to explain 
when you wrote that song, what were you thinking? Okay? I'm going to put you on hold, babe. I'm going to put you on hold. You're trying to mess up my marriage. No, would I do that? (laughs) Wait, I just want to ask a question. Hold on, kid. Hold on. All right. I gotta go sharing you all on the air. Q, did you just Yo, get my text? Did you I guess I did. And I thought you knew okay. me better than that, son. <laughs> I do. I, 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 we're listening, wait, hold on a second. Wait, wait. We're listening to G Radio, New York <laughs> City. And this is The Quiet Storm. And I'm your host, Greg Lasseter, where you can find your classic soul in R&B music, the music for your soul. Tonight in the studio, I got the original, listen to me when I say it, the original Runaway Diva, Sharon. Almost beautiful, not like me, but beautiful queen. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Hey, 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 Q. Tell me about, you know, hey, Q, I can't even, I don't even know how to start this. I used to be in the record business, and I had a listening party. And Sharon Quinn, oh, stop, wait, wait, wait. Sharon Quinn came over, and I'm like, yo, let me put your joint in. Q, that was, I got to go. And from that point, I always said, Sharon, please, I beg her. Sharon, Q, please, let me remix that, blah, 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 blah. And we still work on it. Q, tell us about I Gotta Go. <laughs> uh, you want to know my inspiration for that little number? Um, I just want to know well, what made you write that one. Because, you know, I've lived it. As I'm sure most, uh, uh, a lot of women have lived it. You know, you 
put a lot of time and energy into a person. You learn them, they learn you. But at some point, you just realize, you know, you love them, you're in love with them, but you know it's not working out. And you you got to make a decision to do either, you know, what's best for them or what's best for you. And exactly that, what's best for you first, I would think, right? Yeah, and, as you know, the smart woman does what's best for her. You have to be selfish sometimes, and that's where, you know, the, the song and, and And that song, um, you know, Q, I'm your number – actually, I'm your number one fan. I'm more of a fan to you than you are. You know that. Yeah. Always been. Always will be. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, Q. Let me just give you. Let me just give you, guys. I want to give you a quick backstory behind how I met Sharon Quinn. I always wanted to be come to New York and be my own television thing. You guys know me, blah blah blah. So I'm at a television studio, and we're having a class. And this woman walks in. I'm sitting there trying to be all studious and things, and things, as we say. I'll never Q. As long as I'm black, I'll never forget. <laughs> Q walks in. Wait, you walk in. It's cold as hell outside. She has on this bright yellow ski jacket. And if you guys see Sharon Quinn, she's a gorgeous, tall, statuous woman. She, you know what, bald-headed, looking all sexy, sexy. And I'm like, hi, my name is Greg. And she gives me the look. And, I, you know, I can't say it on the air, but she gives me the look like, yeah, okay. Whatever. And from then, Q and I have been friends. I mean, right? Is that, I mean, did I miss it? Yeah, okay, that's, that's yes, I pretty accurate. Yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I left some things out, but that's the gist of you it. You left a whole lot out, but that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, the atmosphere of that room that night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And, and Q, Q, tell me, let's just fast forward to um, Monique's Fat Chance with yep. Monique. Yep. Go from there. I want to know. I mean, Sharon, I want to know, okay, okay, we're going to go from, you know what, you hook up with Monique's Fat Chance and you become a contestant. I think it was, and I know it is, you became a contestant. Yes. At 44, right. I, I decided to enter a beauty contest after I had quit my job of uh, 16 years. And uh, I went down, got online. There was a gazillion women online at the W Hotel. Got online, standing out there for, you know, three, four hours. Security guard comes out, says that the casting is over. There's too many people. We all have to go home. So you know me. You, you can't just come out here. I don't sit out here and waste four good hours of my time. <laughs> and tell me that I got to go. I said, well, you're not going to take our pictures and stuff or anything? No, you have to leave us. So you're not even going to make us think you're going to turn the, our pictures in. you just telling us to leave. Yeah, so I went inside to complain. So all this, there was no security on the steps leading up to the, the holding room. And I walked <laughs> up, said, went to lodge my little complaint, saw somebody I knew, and uh, they gave me a number, and that's how I made it into the casting. So mm. I went through all those, and she had to leave. So I never even got to meet her. But when I finally did get to meet her, she told me that she had saw me get out of a, uh, she saw me get out of the taxi to get online, and she had already told the producers that she wanted me to be one of the finalists. I thought that was and cute, crazy. And you know what? We fast forward, and Monique, because you know what, guys, you know what? I got to say this. You know what? I always talk about when I walk into a damn room. And people notice me. No. When Q walks into a room, trust me, there's no lie. People would notice her. And she didn't, Sharon has a look about her. It's gorgeous. But Q, you hit me with the blank stare. There. I'm sorry. I can't even talk. <laughs> she hits you with the dumb, dumb look. And you'd be like, okay, did I do something wrong? And from that point on. <laughs> hey, but Q, from that point on. You came back the second season, and you were a judge on uh, Monique's no, Chance. I was the I was the den mother. I was the den mother, right? I'm sorry. Casting producer. I went on the road and, and selected the girls for her to choose from with the rest of the producers. But she brought me back to live in the house and mentor the ten contestants the following year. 
And that was really interesting, but unfortunately they, they went in another direction, so you didn't really get to see all of the footage that we shot. It was really, really interesting. And then I came back the third season, and I went to Paris to uh, train. What? Uh, <laughs> wait, Q, wait. Why are you laughing, I just Ray? Say, <laughs> you know what, Q? Laughing, whatever, right? <laughs> no, Q. Because I, you know what? Okay, whatever. Monique's fat chance in Paris, right? Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> no, it's fabulous. It was Why are you laughing, Frank? I'm not laughing, Q. I'm not. I'm laughing with you. Oh, but you're not laughing. I'm not laughing. But, so how are you laughing with me? <laughs> because okay. Let's just go. Let's move forward. No, hey, hey, listen. I, I, I you know, I got Monique. I, I, I blew Monique up last night when I told everybody today you were coming on, and you know I said Sharon Quinn for Monique Fat Chan, I, and that was Monique that won the Oscar, and I couldn't say I don't know why, but I can't say the movie she won the Oscar for, but hey, look, you and Monique. She and Monique go back like car seats, man. I mean, I, listen, listen. Sharon Quinn is on her way again. So, Q. Yes? Let's fast forward to MTV. You were a coach on MTV. Yes, I was a maid coach. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about that. Well, why don't you start that story since I know you're dying to... <laughs> okay, I'm just going to preference with this. Sharon Quinn, I get a call. Yeah, MTV. You guys know MTV, MTV. That they wanted somebody to do plus size models. And interesting enough, it wasn't until yesterday that, you know, I saw another plus size model do a maid show. But Sharon goes in. I think, oh, Sharon Quinn. Yeah, bam. Sharon goes in, nails it. Nails it. Nails it. They love her. They love her. Sharon comes in, does her thing. She does her thing. And actually, wouldn't you say this is the most watched episode ever? It was up to you know, up to that point it was. I don't know, you know, if anything has topped it at this point. But they wanted. I know they want a daytime Emmy. Want an Emmy? 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 Uh, Absolutely. On, on our episode. So let me ask you this, though, Q. Tell you know what, and just tell us in brief your experience working with you know doing the made thing with them. I mean, good or bad. I just want you to know, <laughs> good or bad. Did, was it a good experience for you? For the most part, you know, it, it went on most. a lot longer than it was supposed to. So you know, at some point, it gets tiresome and people get agitated right. and you know emotions run high. But I was so impressed with the young lady once we got her in gear. I mean, she was on fire, and when she came down and her transformation was complete, uh, it, it oh, she was amazing. Oh, no, she, most amazing. Stunning. It was. Stunning. I gotta say, I gotta say this, Q. I gotta say this. You know what? Not because I was involved, but it was most amazing considering, like they. You know what? I'm not a fan of reality TV, period, personally, but, and I am a fan of yours, but I'm still objective. I even texted you yesterday, it was a yesterday day before, about they were doing another plus-size modeling thing, uh, segment. Boring, would you not say? I will not say. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you yeah, leave me saw, out there I, like that. Okay. I saw the, no, and then I'll tell you why. You know, the, the, the young lady that was the maid coach um, was actually the very first Miss FAT. She was the young lady that beat me the first year I was a contestant. And um, she looks amazing. Um, she, but she does look amazing, Q. But she, she looks great. But the episode wasn't really about her. Um, she looks great, but I still think our episode was better. Oh, I, you know, and, and again, I'm not I saying said, this Let me put it Sharon, in terms of I think that our transformation was better. Well, not only that, Q. Let me go a little bit further than that. It was to see you. And I, you know what? I'm not saying this because she's my friend. I'm saying if you guys, if you guys want to see it, hit me up. I'll, I'll forward it to you. But your passion for what you do and what you believe in, in making this woman transfer to the person that she needed to be to go where she was, was amazing. The personality, 
I look at and I was I was sitting there back and I hit you up. I hit you back as I say, Q, you know, the personality that you brought to the camera versus what's well I can't think of her name, but she was kind of boring. It was kind of I want to put it like this. It was kind of corny, if I may. You may. <laughs> <laughs> It was corny as hell, and because I'm sitting there going, I, she wants she want empathy. I don't think that that was was her fault. I think that the subject she had was really uh, quite difficult to work with, and she was good because I don't oh. gave that girl a piece of my mind early. No, on. Q, no, 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 Q. Let's back up for a second. Do you not remember girlfriend that you were the maid coach on? Again, like this chick, she had to lose weight to become a plus-size model. Oh, yeah. Well, there's an ideal and that you have to meet. You just can't be chunky and cute. Yes. Yes, your segment went a little bit longer. But, Q, anybody would say that if you look at, to look at that segment and look at the segment that girlfriend from that, that yesterday, personality is everything. And you know what? You know what? She, I personally think she was a bit patronizing yesterday. She's telling you I'm not going to comment. <laughs> Come on. I'm not going to go here. I'm not going to go here. That's my girl. I love her. And you you know what? Her. You, I mean, okay, well, then you and know I what? Thought that she, I thought here. she was great given what she was given to work with. She got to Given to what she worked with, too. I thought that was okay, impressive. Let's, but look, let me tell you something. Given what you work with, you know what exudes is personality. 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 Her personality. I'm just saying. And, maybe, and it also comes down to the editing because I know her and I know she has a big vibe of personality, but they may have, you know, edited it to, to fit their own needs. Like I said, it's not about her so much as it's about the young lady. So, yeah, but you know I what? Did, I, the, she did a good job. I didn't. I don't think she. I personally, I can and say it. I'm gonna say it. Uh, to your opinion. You gonna change this subject? Right. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, I'm, 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 nothing, okay. If I'm nothing else. I'm loyal. No, you are loyal as hell. And that's that's my girl. You're, that's my girl. So I'm not gonna. You let know you, what? You know, I'm not gonna. Let you know you know what? I'm not gonna dish. I'm not gonna dish your girl. But I, you know what? TV is based on. How many people watch? Would you not agree? Yes, and, I'm, and that's her demographic, so I'm sure that a lot of people watch. I'm sure they did uh, decent Okay. I think more people watch you, but I'm there. just saying. I'm not, I'm not all right, all right, all right. Yo, check this out. We got about 12 minutes left, but when, I'm going to play one other song, and I love this song called Feeling Good. When we come back, well, that's we want to talk though. about I'm still tweaking that, though. So, you know what? But I like it. it, feel, it says, you know what? Cute. It, it actually, I listened to it before I, I uploaded it. It's great. But when we come back, we want to talk about what's in store, what is coming up for Sharon Quinn. All right? Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to put you on hold. Be right back. All right.
Quinn's feeling good. Q, you're on the air, baby. I got about seven minutes. Where are we going? Where Where is Sharon Quinn going? What's up with Sharon? And tell me. Well, my next move is, uh, you know, we, so that gets me working out the details with you. Um, ah, on she said we, my, y'all. She said we. My, she said we. Uh, new talk show slash uh, I guess, like, it's not a cooking show, but it's it's a talk show that features recipes and things like that. It's called Cocktails and Curvy Conversation with Sharon Quinn. And um, I'm putting that together now. I'm actually learning. I'm in class now learning how to produce my own show. And uh, ultimately, uh, I hope to be in regular rotation by this summer. And, like, listeners, I got to tell you, who's the director? Who's the director? I'm just saying, man. Hold on, Q, for a second. You're listening to G Radio, New York City, and this is the quiet storm with no other than BG. Greg Lasseter, beautiful Greg. Where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. And in the studio, I got the original runway diva, Sharon. Boy, did you just say beautiful, beautiful Greg? I did. You know, cute, BG, baby. You know, you know how I roll. Cute, <laughs> <laughs> you've known me for a long time. You know it is what it is, man. I can't help it. I can't help it. Really? I can't help it. Q, you know what? Guys, you know what? <sighs> guys, get at get at Q. Hey, Q, I'm going to have to do this to you. If you guys want to know more about Sharon Quinn, the original Runaway Diva, well, you can't see my Facebook friends, but check it out. Hit her up on Facebook. I'm going to do what I tell people to do. Google her. I tell people to Google <laughs> me, but Google Sharon Quinn. I don't even give up business. Q, you don't even get, you don't even start this. You don't give out business cards anyway. You be like Google me, Google me, Google me. Q, Google her, Google Sharon Quinn, and you'll see what she's all about. She's doing her thug diddle, her thing. She's doing everything. And Q, I'm checking. I am checking the uh, how many people listen to us, baby. We got five thousand people listening to us in three really? countries, baby. Wow. You know why? You know I what, can't even help it. Can I just say this? I, I want to really yes. tell you what the show is about because I wasn't really clear. It's a roundtable right. discussion, and um, every episode is going to feature a new drink. And sometimes we might even throw in a, a recipe for an appetizer, too, because, you know, when, when the cocktails are flowing and there's a little bit of munchies, the conversation is <laughs> always good. And the conversation always has a, a, a curvy slant. I want to also have a call-in, uh, you know, phone-in calls, so people can talk to the panel. And actually musical guests and stuff. There's a whole lot of stuff that I'm planning 
So, uh, you know, look for Cocktails and Curvy Conversation with Sharon Quinn. Absolutely, guys. And I got to tell you this. Uh, you know, I, I got to, you know, I like I like doing stuff yesterday. And I'm trying to put the pressure on Q. You guys have seen this before. June is April, the middle of April. You will see this on the air in June. And you finish, if you're in the New York area, you'll see it You'll see it live, too. But more importantly, when it's live, guys, all my U.K., Europe, four countries, five countries are listening, all you have to do is click on when I hit you up, and you can talk to Sharon Quinn live in your country. We'll be doing it Eastern Standard Time whenever her, her time slot is. And you can call in and, and, and ask her questions. You know, I, Q, I got like 15 calls, but I ain't even taking calls. I just, you know, I'm just focusing on you. I got about three <laughs> minutes left. Q, Q, I'm just saying, you got you got a minute to, to end this. What are you going to say? Oh, man, Greg, um, I guess I'll say what I always say. Surround yourself with positive people and positive things. And, uh, you know, always live your dreams and dream big. Yo, and you heard it here I first. I give you my website, radio. but it's under construction, and I don't want to. Okay, but you know what, guys? That's all cool, but you know what? Google her. Be friends with her on Facebook because she wants. She needs more. She only has room for like thirteen more, and then she's at the limit. But listen, you guys have been listening to. <laughs> you guys have been listening to Sharon Quinn, the original Runway Diva, here at G Radio, New York City, and then you're listening to the Quiet Storm with no other than me, beautiful Greg. I'm sorry. Greg Lasseter, <laughs> where you can find your classic soul and R&B music, the music for your soul. Q, I'm going to get up out of here, girl. I will call you after the show, but I go up how I come in. Remember, guys, shoot for the moon. If you miss, you're still among the stars. And I'm with Greg, Greg Lasseter, and I'm out. Q, I'll call you later. me answer